Welcome back, people. Welcome back to the number 16 of the Everything But Politics podcast. We got two awesome guests today. My good friend, Jacob Maggot, and our boy, Jordan Tyson. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on uh, our 16th episode. Of course. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's excited. So I guess, Magoo, I just got a few questions for you. I mean, so for you, for those of you who don't know, Jacob owns a uh, kicks, cards, and collectibles store on the University of Colorado campus on Pearl Street. And uh, I mean, Maggot, what's like a typical day? I mean, today's Wednesday, uh, December 14th. What does your day look like today? Today started off with a customer coming in close to opening. <clears throat> Wanted to get a gift for the holiday for his cousin. Uh, next, we had two kids come in to trade in some shoes. And then after that, we had a couple sales, you know, throughout the day. Some kids brought some stuff in. Typically how it goes, it's buy, sell, trade. So I know every day you never know what's going to walk in. It could be some crazy high-end pair or it could be your basic GR pair. But it makes it really interesting because I get to work and be interactive with my customers instead of them just expecting to come spend money every time. Um, you know, we have the ability to trade, you know, make it work. They'll come bring me some old stuff that, they don't wear or doesn't fit them and they'll come trade it in for some stuff that does fit that they want that's up on the wall. Well, I know prior to you opening your store, you're doing a lot of stuff on like Facebook and, and just throughout the internet. I mean, how is, I know you're still active on social media, but how has it changed since opening your own store and being on site primarily all the time? Well, it went from staying outside, you know, waking up hella early, going and, you know, by the store, staying out there, either maybe even sitting in a tent, depending on what the release was, and then dumping all my product, you know, to say like a consignment shop or a big, you know, you could even call a retailer like Flight Club or something like that, like where I could just unload inventory. And then as years go, like go by, like you see Instagram, Facebook Marketplace, Discord, like all these like electronic platforms open up, and then you have apps like StockX, Go, you know, come into play, and it gives you kind of like unlimited access to sell shoes and now even ebay is like the prime spot for it they're like the biggest you call it consigner can you hear me yep. yeah, yeah we can hear you okay my screen cut but hold up all right our screen cut uh, okay cool. all right but I mean, just essentially over the years, it's been really interesting to see how technology has played into it because at first you had to sell your shoes in person and whether it was going into a store and selling it or, you know, meeting up with someone through a Facebook page or like some ad or whatever you were finding to now just being able to post a picture of a shoe and having thousands and thousands of viewers be able to see it in seconds and swipe up and direct interactly with you makes it way easier to, you know, move product, access product, find product, source inventory, all kinds of stuff. No, that's dope. So, yeah. I mean, when did you? I mean, as I've for as long as I've known you, you've been involved in the sneaker game, even the card game. I mean, when when did this start for you? I mean, what at what age did you realize like, all right, like I I love this and like there's what? So what age did you start and what age did we did it become? I can make a career out of this. When I got to middle school and I realized that I wasn't going to be Tom Brady, but I still wanted to be able to be <laughs> in the realm industry. Um, and throughout my middle school years, my uh, dad was really kind of pressing on me the thought of like being able to create your own path instead of having to go through school and then go get a nine to five and being able to like make my own possibility. 
So kind of throughout those years, like I started to take it really seriously and realized that there was money involved in it, which was new at the time for me at like such a young age, you know, 13, 14. But um, it kind of helped show me what I wanted to do down the road, seeing what people older than me got to do with their lives every day. Yeah. And for our listeners, if there's one thing you guys didn't know is Jordan and uh, Maggot both uh, have a passion. You know, one is a uh, freshman uh, football player for the Colorado Boulder team. And uh, Jacob is got his own restaurant. Or, excuse me, got his own shoe store. So um, if there's one if there's one thing you're going to chase, you know, they say do what you love and it will never feel like a job. So, Jordan, uh, what year did you like how old were you when you start, got into football and uh, what kind of, you know, motivated you to continue? I know how hard it can be to make it in the college level. Uh, it started out pretty early. I think I started playing when I was like five or six. And then I was just always like really good at football. So I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. I just got better and now I'm just the person I am today. But it definitely takes a lot of hard work. And there's a lot of physical too. Like your body gets worn down over the years, injuries happen and stuff like that. But just keep going and then. Definitely 100%. And like, why? I mean, Obviously, you were very talented coming out of high school. Playing high school football in Texas got to be super competitive. I mean, why did you? Uh, why Boulder? I mean, what stuck out to you? Like, was it the coaches? Was it the the players on the team? The town? I mean, what was like the selling point there? Um, uh, just really they were showing the most love. Um, and then when I visited and I met all the players, I knew like the spot I needed to be. Like just off the connections I made, like being recruited. And I really didn't have that many offers. I only had like three commendable offers, so this was the best one. So I decided to compete. Oh, definitely. And like, I mean, so obviously, Deion Sanders coming into town. I mean, how how do you think things are going to change from your first year and now going forward with with Prime in the building? Uh, it's going to be a lot of change. My role is probably going to change. I hope not, but I hope it doesn't. And you got to keep working. That's all you can do: compete. He's a competitor. And no, I see that. And how uh, did you like the um, previous coaching staff, before, like compared to what is going to happen? Did you like the coaches this season? Uh, yeah, I like them. They all had good intentions for me. It's just we weren't winning, so you got to make changes to win. No, hundred percent. And speaking of changes, I mean, you got USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 this year or this upcoming season. I mean, how do you think the Pac-12 is going to change? you see other teams, like potentially Colorado? I went to Arizona. I mean, Arizona State. you see other teams changing, going maybe, maybe Big 12, maybe Big 10? What do you see? Uh, I think we're still going to be competitive, especially with Deion coming here with the team. Uh, there's still a lot of good teams, like Utah wins the Pac-12. Yeah, no doubt. Utah looked nice the, uh, last week against USC. They dominated that second half of that game. Yeah. But uh, all right, Maggie. Let me let me go back to you for a second. Question for you about the sport card game. So obviously, you said you started shoes when you were like 13, 14. and when I was living with you, you were really big into sport cards. I know you still are, but was that the kind of when you got into it, or was it more like maybe a little before that, prior to COVID? When did the uh, passion for the cards come into play? I mean, it was a passion as a kid, and then kind of going throughout the years, it was just something that I had the ability to do with you know profits from work and sneakers 
um, and all of like the time I put into that. Um, and then kind of when COVID came around, it just in general, that market skyrocketed and you know, people finally came to appreciate cards for what they were, which is, you know, representing, which is representing, you know, an athlete. And when you have a rookie card of that player and, you know, it's autographed or it's low printed or low numbered, you know, it's essentially the stock of that athlete. And, you know, over time, it's just kind of been considered a hobby, but now it's really turned way more into like a large scale business and it's worldwide now with the release of you know panini dropping all the world cup products and you see videos of people breaking cards in different countries all over the world so it's really good for the business and it's really good to see how it's actually becoming global and not just you know big in america but that people all over the world are doing this and appreciating it and it's just kind of growing by the day no especially with the soccer stuff i mean with the world cup going on i'm not huge into soccer but i've been following it uh morocco obviously losing earlier to france who do you guys like on Sunday? World Cup final from Qatar, France versus Argentina. I just don't want to see France win again, so I'm going to go with Messi on this one. Yeah, right? That's like the one thing he's missing from his trophy collection. It'd be cool to see him. It would have been Ronaldo Messi, but, uh, and I would have gone Ronaldo, but Messi's going to be hopefully taking home his first World Cup trophy. No, 100%. Um, the question I have for you, Jordan. Um. So my, obviously, as we've mentioned, first year in Boulder. I mean, what is uh, what's the typical life look like of a college athlete? Uh, this packs usually wake up, mandatory breakfast, team meeting, uh, position meeting, and he'll go to practice. They'll practice for like two hours, two and a half hours. You'll come back in. You'll have mandatory lunch, and they usually go to school, which is like an hour. Or two, if you have like two or something, you can go home. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, you go home for a little bit, and then you'll have class or whatever. And you'll come back and you'll have meetings later at night, at like six or seven. And then you'll just go home after those meetings. So you're always with your teammates. I mean, you guys must be pretty damn close. It's like a brotherhood, damn near, considering all the time you guys spend together, all the, the grinding, the work that goes into it. Yeah, definitely. That's what makes it sad about me. No, 100%. Things are definitely going to change out. But, you know, a change is good sometimes. So um, that it's going to be exciting to watch. And I'll tell you, from an outsider looking in, it is uh, it's definitely going to shake up the Pac-12, probably shake up the program like we've seen just in a week's time. But um, change is good. So we're we're looking forward to seeing how, how everything goes on out there. Yeah. yeah. Jordan, you were having a pretty remarkable freshman year this year, and you are, you had an injury about a year ago. Excuse me, a month ago. Um, how has the recovery been since your injury? Uh, it's been going pretty good. You just got to keep getting better every day. Just come back as quick as possible. Definitely. And and with that, I mean, and with your recovery and uh, just just getting back to where you were and, there's, and, and then some, what are your uh, what's the plan for what your goals for this 2023 season upcoming? And um, what are your some personal goals and some team goals for you? Um, obviously, I want the team to go all the way to win the Pac 12. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it just depends on when I come back. What I'm gonna do if I have four games, I said 400 yards, I'm gonna play 10 games, I said 1,000 yards. Yeah, 100%. We love to hear that. Okay, nice. And uh, what's up? That one? Yeah. 
Uh, Megan, I got a question for you about, I mean, when we were in Arizona together. I mean, from what point, from going from Connecticut to Zona, and then to, then to Denver originally, and then Boulder, how did, what was like the, uh, I guess, what was the initial reaction from your family when you said you wanted to leave Zona? I know your dad said he was big into you creating your own thing and making your own path. But when you left Zona to go to Boulder, I mean, what was that? Uh, what was the reaction? Uh, I mean, it had been a long time coming. We had had the conversation prior to me going to college about you know the chance that I don't finish if I you know I'm able to take what I do as a passion and turn it into a business. Uh, and then you know, timing wise, um, with you know where cards were doing sort of in terms of how the market was, uh, in terms of how the sneaker market was, it was just kind of a perfect opportunity and time to make that jump from kind of school and child into adult. Um, and for me personally, I've always been better on my own. I like to kind of do things on my own and have like my space and my time to myself. So leaving school uh, to go move somewhere to a new state and you know new environment was kind of an easy choice for me. And at the end of the day, I you know. I've shown whatnot that I know what I'm doing with the sneaker thing. You know, thankfully I've, um, you know, been able to let my parents see that throughout the years. I try to keep them involved. You know, I brought my dad to shows and stuff like that. So he can kind of get a feel for what I do and what my passion is. So, you know, they know how much I love it. You know, I, I laid out my business plan for them. Um, my dad had to approve of it first, obviously he's a big business guy. Uh, so once I got that, I got the approval and I kind of did research on areas, found a city I liked, found a spot I liked and packed up my stuff and drove out there. No, definitely. And I've been fortunate enough to meet your family. They're very, they're great. I mean, they're super supportive of you and I, and it's gotta be nice having your, uh, your brother down there too. I mean, that had to have been a, uh, assistful in making that decision. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at the time when I made it, Sam was still in, um, high school and he didn't know that he was going to be going yet. So when I first moved, uh, to Denver, he actually wasn't even there yet. He ended up picking Boulder, and that's how I found like where I am today because he had me come like get lunch with him after he was settled in his dorm, and I hadn't seen Boulder. I had just been up in Denver for the last like six, seven months, kind of getting ready, working, getting my plan together, all that kind of stuff, and found the perfect spot here and realized that this had kind of had everything I was looking for. No, you definitely found the perfect spot. Pearl Street seems to be uh, it. Uh, the happening spot on campus. I mean, what what was like the reaction from the city of Boulder, uh, the people of Boulder, and the University of Colorado? Like when you uh, when you first settled in to Pearl Street. I mean, I have a different type of store than you typically see in Boulder. Um, when I first opened, there wasn't a competing competitor for me. Um, and with other businesses that were similar to mine, I you know, had networked with some of the owners, and you know made sure to not carry brands at other stores retail and that kind of stuff. I want to be completely different and have, you know, unique products, stuff that you can't find maybe even in Denver or throughout the state. You know, I wanted to have that different kind of aspect to it. And I mean, I think you can ask Jordan. Uh, I definitely have kind of changed my inventory throughout, you know, since I first opened and I've kind of fully tailored to what my customers want to see. And I constantly try to engage with them and what they want in store, what brands they like, what kind of shoes they want to see up on the wall. So it's been really good. It helps, you know, it kind of keeps me in touch with the customer basis as well. And when did you open? November of last year? November 21 yeah, or October? Valentine's Day 2022. So it's... I got, it was Valentine's Day. Okay. I knew we, I, we were recently in touch when that happened. I didn't realize. So you got a year coming up. That's exciting. How quick has the last 10 months gone by? 
it's kind of unbelievable how fast it's been to be honest. It's been a a roller coaster, but a successful roller coaster. So, I mean, I've I've I follow you guys in the stream. I've seen uh the nonstop hustle that what it takes to run that store and the camaraderie that goes in and out of it. So it's definitely awesome to see you and in like a college town because it gives me the ability to work with like students and student athletes as well especially with nil now and all that like kind of aspects that it you know pertains to it's really nice to be able to work with student athletes like jordan and other players on his team you know some of these guys even work out the shop um and you know they do sales and all that kind of stuff because they have their own passions for shoes mixed in and during the off season when they have time they come by and work but you know, they're always by the shop. You know, we're always getting new stuff. I'm keeping them right. You know, they're helping me promote the brand, the business. You know, everybody's winning and eating together like how it's supposed to be. No, 100%. I've seen that, like I said, through the social media. Everyone, Everyone's staying dripped out, looking good, feeling good, playing good, paying good. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see. Jordan, I mean, what, what's your uh, – how's it been for you personally being at the store uh, throughout the week and just kind of being a part of that? Uh, it's cool to be around because I've always been like – really in the shoes and then when I came out here I met JJ doing me the whole time. Cause I remember the first time I came, I think I was on my official visit. I was about to leave and I stopped by the store real quick. I had already bought two two shoes for first time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've gotten a lot of pairs from him myself. He's definitely the the go to uh plug. So he definitely has some great inventory. No, but you this man Jordan literally getting something every week it feels like I mean <laughs> Pairs every week, like you never know with them when he walks in. Him and Dylan are probably two of my best customers. That's great. I got a question for both of you then. If you guys both shoe heads, how many sneakers do you think you each have? More than him. I got more than him for sure. No, you guys. <laughs> just personal shoes, I got more. Bro. You yeah, like just like personal shoes you wear, not the store. How many do you think? I have more if we're including all of my locations. If we're including the store, I might be up there. Yeah. If we're including my Connecticut house and my shipping. Bro, we're, not, we're talking about Magoo's. Like, <laughs> who has more shoes than Magoo's? Are we over, over 50 pairs each? Oh, yeah, I got like 70. I think. He, probably, he probably got around there. All, all with you? You got some in Texas? I got some in Texas, too. Okay. And when, awesome. are you, when are you going? Awesome. Are you going back for the holidays, or do you have a uh, training stuff to stick with in Boulder? I go back Friday. Okay, not is the town kind of clearing out at this point? Is it still pretty? Uh, it's pretty hectic. It's clearing out today. Everybody. Today was last day for finals for CU students. So, like, I know, like, a lot of my other employees are getting ready to head out today too. And what's your plan, Maggot, with the store and the holidays coming up? I mean, well, I guess two questions. Do you have any holiday, uh, like say with shipping coming up? How do you how do you guarantee the stuff gets there before like Christmas and and Hanukkah and all that kind of stuff? And honestly, uh, pretty lucky. UPS, uh, I have a good relationship with them. I have a business account set up with them through a store. And honestly, most of the time, I'd say ninety nine percent of the time, you can do like a guaranteed delivery date, and they're pretty good about it arriving. Um, obviously all my customers know that, you know, if anything was to ever be delayed, you know, because of shipping or anything like that, that I compensate them and, you know, get them right. But honestly, I really don't have that problem too often. Um, but I also, you know, my customers know that if you're buying a sneaker two, three, you know, four days before Christmas, that there is that chance that it gets caught up in the holiday, you know, shuffle of packages. But um, I also do drop-offs in state, so I try to avoid that as much as I can. Out of the ship. 
And now that I mean, like I've said, you're super active on Instagram. Um, is more of your sales you think in store, or are you kind of shipping and and sending stuff throughout the country? Um, well, I mean, I think it fully depends because I mean, I have my Insta and sales stores every day, and then with online sales, it's you never know someone could swipe up that day and buy two pairs that they see through an Instagram post, or you know, it could be you know someone like Jordan's brother is always buying shoes and we're shipping stuff to him every single week, literally. Shout out to Jalen, but. Uh, he'd be getting pairs every week. Like we had a package literally that Riley, uh, one of my employees packaged up today for him. It had some Jordan 11 cherries in it, some other goodies. Um, but you know, and just, it kind of depends. I feel like a lot of the shipping, uh, comes more with people that I know directly or, you know, referrals to the store, say like Jordan has one of his home friends or one of his football buddies from out of state buying a pair or something like that. Or, you know, someone like you, who's, you know, contacting me, hitting me up, but Instagram is really a big platform for the business. Uh, we move a lot of shoes through there. I'm posting up pairs every day, new stuff, making sure that the content's always fresh. You know, people always see that there's new pairs up. Try to find stuff that everyone likes. Yeah, I mean, I think besides hitting you up directly, which I've obviously done, I think every other pair I've gotten for you is through the Instagram DM. So those are definitely uh, effective. People tend to swipe up and they see a shoe and then I'll get a text a couple minutes, a couple minutes later about it from whoever it may be. Well, the cool thing about your inventory is like you got a lot of shit that I haven't seen before, which yeah. which I which is kind of like what I go for. Like I, all all three pairs I've gotten from you are all like unique. I haven't seen anyone else wear them, so that's that's what I'm looking for. And uh, I mean, you clearly got that. So kudos to you for that, and uh, keep that going. We 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 love that. Remember the first yeah. pair. I the first pair I shipped from you from the store you needed for your Europe trip, and it came the morning you were leaving. Hundred percent. They they literally the morning I was leaving. That Magoo's uh quality the most effective in the game. So well, love, right. appreciate that. No doubt. Yeah. Jacob, this is gonna be released um uh, tomorrow, December fifteenth. So plenty of time for our listeners to get some shoes from you before Christmas. Help them out and tell them where they could find you, where they could locate them and buy some shoes. Well, you can always find me on Instagram at Magoo's CKC. Um, you can always send me a DM, um, me or one of my employees will always respond. We go to messages every day, every night to make sure we don't miss anything. Um, you can also always contact you, you know, my email. If you have any questions, you know, I get a lot of wholesalers or, you know, distributors that want to sell product through us that reach us through email, but Instagram is probably honestly the best way to get them first contact with us. And then, you know, we can always go from there. We can hop on a call, we can text, we can DM, whatever, you know, whatever's best for the customer. And Jordan, what's the best place to find you? Uh, Jordan Tyson underscore on Instagram. Uh, that's the only one I'm really active on. So yeah. Okay. And uh, one more question before we let you guys go: What is the uh, MAGA? What's the goal for 2023? As it's only two weeks away. Yeah, ready to open store number two. And are we talking Denver? Are we talking Boulder? What are we thinking here? Well, uh, we can reveal that on a. Uh... Rerun episode two of us on podcast. Okay. I love the sound of that. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, definitely learned a lot from the both of you. Um, and uh, can't wait to learn more about it on episode two. All right. We wish you guys nothing but success. Keep killing it and what you do and chase your passion. Thanks, yeah, guys. Look forward to staying in touch. See you guys. Uh, thank you, boys. Hell yeah. Peace.